Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in on a little bit of everything with me, and I am your host, Angelica. This is a podcast that talks about a little bit of everything, so sit back and enjoy the show. Yeah, I think that as things have progressed for me, um, there's a lot of different stigmas that now we realize we get. Um, as women, uh, the, there is some intimidation to strength training and um, building muscle. So the thought or idea of building muscle sounds like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to be big. And, and the reality is we have to kind of break down some of those barriers. and welcome back to another episode of a little bit of everything with me today my guest is a local business called lift off strength and wellness you can find her on her instagram page at lift off strength or you can head over to her website at liftoffstrength.ca welcome damali to the show how are you doing today oh i'm fabulous thank you thank you so much for having me a little bit of everything with you. (laughs) I'm excited. Well, I'm excited to have you because kettlebell training has been a thing that a lot of people get afraid of. And some people are kind of like, oh, I love kettlebells. And I do Mm -hmm. have to say, I've enjoyed kettlebell training in my time when I was, I had my own business myself. And now that you've got your business lift off strength and wellness, a private studio in Brampton. Tell the listeners a bit about yourself. Well, as you said, uh, as Damali Fraser in Brampton, Ontario. I am a private kettlebell studio where I offer strength and conditioning as well as nutrition coaching focused on kettlebells. Um, and I just love hearing you say, um, and more women say that they love kettlebells and they, they've had some experience. Um, for me, my experience has been that it's not that um, well-known or familiar. Uh, sometimes it's a little bit awkward, this ball-shaped thing, or if it's a cast iron and maybe it's rusty and dusty. Um, so for me, you know, I started in 2014 as a Strong First Kettlebell instructor. I'm now a level two instructor. And I work a lot with women uh, on kettlebell basics and really introducing the community on what a kettlebell is and what it can do, Um, especially during these times right now, uh, as COVID-19 has really shut down businesses and people have been looking for uh, ways to get their health and wellness activities, keep their mental health up, their immune systems up. Kettlebell has been pretty much running out in stores, uh, sold out, um, because it is like your compact all-in-one gym. Just you and a kettlebell, and you can uh, get a full-body workout, cardiovascular workout, uh, focus on building your strength, um, and clear your mind. Yeah, definitely. And I completely agree with you. Kettlebell training is pretty much seven, well, I can say more than seven pieces of equipment in one. And you can definitely use your your body 
as the extra weight to perform these exercises. And it's crazy how you can do like combination, com- uh, combination exercise with the kettlebell, but you're still getting that amazing workout. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I teach a, a few classes. Uh, and I do personal training as well with kettlebells. So it's a little bit different than your standard, you know, you go to the gym Mm -hmm. and you sign up for personal training and you just do kind of, um, kind of a a general fitness uh, and and general preparation. So it's, it's a little bit different when you're looking at the skills of the kettlebell. So like you said, um, the kettlebell can replace a lot of other equipment, but it is unique on its own. Um, because of the shape and because of the handle, uh, it can fit to your body as well as give you a little bit of uh, off-centric weight. So you move a little bit different. So we found ways to train uh, with complexes and flows that really allow you to move in different planes um, and really boost that uh, functional training option. So really moving in the ways that your body is meant to move. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I definitely agree with that. And how did you get started in kettlebells? What was that one thing that you're like, hmm, let me give this a try? Um, For me, quite honestly, uh, it was Muay Thai. <laughs> um, so my, my childhood wasn't very active. Uh, I, I have two daughters. So I was already in my 30s with two kids, married with two kids, um, when I actually started kettlebells. And I had started training in martial arts uh so thai kickboxing is called muay thai for those people who don't know the art of eight limbs um and i was looking for a martial art for my daughters and i ended up really um get falling in love with muay thai i never expected to fight i started training and really just feeling more confident and strong and I started to fight as an amateur fighter. Uh, and once I started to compete, I was really looking for something to help me as, a, as an older athlete. In, in Muay Thai terms, I was an older athlete at 33. Um, and that's really where I took up kettlebells as a form of very effective uh, compact training. So in a very short period of time, you can get a full body workout in. 15 to 20 minutes and you you can you can really work um, like to your maximum. Um, and I found that to be a great complement to my Muay Thai training. So that's really where I started out and uh, became certified as a kettlebell instructor and started teaching uh, martial artists. Mm-hmm. And when you became a, a, a teacher and a coach, and introducing kettlebell training to women, was there like a stigma behind it? Because I know when I first started, which was a long time ago in personal training, there was this always a stigma when you created a personal training program and it was like, well, I don't want to bulk up on weight. Why are we doing so much weight lifting? And, mm-hmm. you know, I just want to just do cardio and slim down and, you know, give me some other exercises. Did you have to go through that and kind of break down this, the stigma with kettlebell training and strength training in general? Yeah, I think that as things have progressed for me, um, there's a lot of different stigmas that now we realize we get. Um, as women, uh, the, there is some intimidation to strength training and um, building muscle. So the thought or idea of building muscle sounds like, oh, well, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be big and, 
And the reality is we have to kind of break down some of those barriers where one, it's really hard to get big. <laughs> we shouldn't, um, you know, underestimate or think that those people who have gotten big and, and they are very muscular or bodybuilders, that they can just pick up a weight and that just will happen overnight. That's not possible. That's years and years of dedicated work and effort for them to get big because they want it to be big. Um, so really to just um, give give people that sense of what it really takes if you want to transform your whole body that, um, you know, just picking up a weight is not going to get you big. But if you want to be big, we, we that's okay. As women come in all different shapes and sizes. And for some women being, being bigger or more muscular or leaner, it makes them happy. And for some women, it's just being able to move well, to find joy in their movement, uh, to be stronger every day, to be able to chase their kids or help their their uh, elderly parents. Um, all of those things in life is what strength training provides. Um, so it's really important to kind of break down all of those stigmas for me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And someone who's a beginner, what do you, what piece of advice do you give them when they first start with you when it comes to strength training overall and starting a new fitness journey? Um, don't be afraid of weight. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think we, again, like kind of like you mentioned as women, oftentimes, you know, we pick up something, but we don't have any technique behind it. And it's like, oh, that's heavy. Like say a 20 pound kettlebell. Mm -hmm. Most women come to work with me and they're just starting out. Um, you know, you're, you may not be able to press like 20 pound kettlebell overhead, um, but there's a lot of things you can do. Uh, you don't need to believe like you have to start off with, you know, five pounds, small um, bell, you know, work with a, a, a trainer like myself and you'll get to see that if you learn basic tension techniques, how to manipulate and hold the bell, that you are a lot stronger than you realize. So just really giving them comfort uh, to feel confident um, with picking up weight uh, as well as, um, you know, basic safety tips on how to hold the kettlebell to keep yourself stay safe, to create alignment in your body um, is, is really important. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And are there still kettlebell competitions? Because I remember I had a client where she was a kettlebell competitor and she just needed an extra training just to kind of keep herself conditioned are, are still are those things still around because it's been a long time for me since I've been out of the fitness industry yeah so that's interesting that you raised that because I I came into kettlebell training for martial arts so I never I was competing in Muay Thai I was never uh, introduced to kettlebells for competition um, so kettlebell sport is a little bit of a different style than what I, I actually teach. Um, you can see it in the movement where it's, it is more towards strength endurance. So their goal is to be able to perform as many repetitions in a certain period of time as possible. Um, whereas I teach a hard style technique, which is, is really focused on strength, power, um, so we do get to some uh, strength endurance through kettlebell flows and complexes that are a bit longer, uh, but oftentimes I'm working with reps that are a lot lower than a kettlebell sport activity um, in order to work on your strength training. 
and uh, you know it's it has a little bit of a different uh, I guess feel and style in the body movement um, but you know that that's where I fell in love and I, and I still incorporate mostly hard style techniques mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and kettlebells it's for everybody, correct? Every body type, every person out there can pick up a kettlebell. Correct. That's one of the biggest things I say to master the basics and kettlebells for everybody. So, uh, you know, that we, we can start to feel intimidated by weight training and strength conditioning or feel like you have to get fit before you can participate because all those people over there, you know, are throwing those kettlebells around. They're really fit. And, and so that can't be for me. And it's, and it's totally not true. Um, even my daughter, I have videos of her on my Instagram. So she's 12 now. Uh, she was just swinging a 12 kilogram, which is a 25 pound kettlebell yesterday. Uh, she's a dancer, really. She's not, um, you know, into major sports, um, but she's strong and, you know, she, she can, she can do it. You can do it. Um, you know, it's not something that's limited by, you know, if you're short, you're tall. Yeah. And that's amazing that you push that. Everybody should be able to pick up a kettlebell and feel that strength. And oh my gosh, it's so powerful when you pick up that kettlebell and you're able to do these movements because it's completely different from picking up a dumbbell. And I feel the power and strength that I'm able to use this cast iron kettlebell and utilize it for my body and to give me the results that I want. So are you offering virtual classes because of this whole pandemic? And once again, for everybody listening, head over to her Instagram page, which is at Lift Off Strength. It's going to be in the show notes. You can also visit her website at www.liftoffstrength.ca. And for those who are local listeners in Toronto or Ontario in general, she is in Brampton. Great videos on her Instagram page. So check it out. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, I put a lot of effort actually into making sure that I can share uh, and really direct for beginners. Sometimes I do some more advanced things, Mm -hmm. uh, but for the most part, I really want to make sure that beginners feel welcome um, because I do now offer virtual training. Mm -hmm. I offer classes. um, So there's a virtual boot camp on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 30 minutes. Like I said, you can get a full workout uh, with a kettlebell in under in under 30 minutes. So we do some stretching and warm up, about 20 minutes interval training. Uh, I also do a kettlebell fitness, so KB Fit class and a kettlebell flow and have been offering one-on-one training virtually. So for very beginners, you get your one bell uh, and from the comfort of your home, just like anything with a kettlebell, you can do it anywhere, anytime. Um, I offer virtual training for folks who want to start to use their kettlebell and learn how to use it at home. Awesome. Awesome. That's fantastic. And I know we're going through some crazy times and how has that impacted you personally? Um, have you, I, I, I'm assuming you're still, you know, on your journey with your fitness goals mm-hmm. and helping other women, but how has it impacted you personally and mentally? 
Um, it's been really challenging. I mean, as a parent, I think the thing that we are all um, are seeing is like we have so much complexities of our lives. There's so many levels um, and you never know what, what everyone else is going through. But having the kids at home and watching that or so watching teachers trying to teach remotely while their kids are also at home remotely, it's been the same for me. So being teaching at home, having my kids at home, um, trying to run classes virtually and, and things like, oh, my internet on the street has a problem. No, so now what? <laughs> my internet drops and I'm trying to run a class, you know, that's a problem. So mm -hmm. like the state of things has been like, everything is critical to keep, keep us going, keeping us together to support, uh, local has been big for me. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so for my gym, things definitely slowed down as, as we shut down. I already do only small groups with women and, and beginners. So some of them are not as comfortable um, training at home and feel like, you know, it's a little bit more scary if I'm not there to help them um, with their technique or to, to, to show them like a different modified way. Mm -hmm. um, so really being able to adapt quickly to how to tr train people when they're not close by, how to give modifications, as well as uh, progression so that people who have been training along the way don't feel like they've stepped back. But I know like definitely this has been hard mentally, uh, physically for people. Um, and with those added stresses, your body adapts. Some folks are also now feeling like, oh, I put on some weight, you know, over this time. And, um, and that's, you know, not making them feel good. Uh, say, you know, it's a pandemic. We've all been through it. We need to give ourselves some compassion um, and do your best to, to try to start start over and, and normalize that feeling that, yeah, um, you know, this has happened. Businesses have been affected. Some people's businesses have fully shut down and they will, they will never recover. So I'm just, I'm really grateful to be able to do what I do uh, virtually and online uh, and provide uh, my students a way uh, to keep their health and fitness journeys going over this time. Mm -hmm. And it's so important, even during these times or any times of stress is to maintain some sort of physical activity. And the fact that you're offering virtual, it's such a great way for other people, even across the country to be able to say, you know what, let me try out this, you know, kettlebell bootcamp class that's available online and, you know, get that workout in the fact that you're saying 30 minutes that's really awesome and you still get an amazing workout definitely definitely every time i have folks there they love to put their uh you know fitbits or apple watches on and they're like my goodness like i just like uh, burned 400 calories <laughs> or something crazy and i'm like yeah, it's amazing what you can accomplish if you really put your effort forward. But, you know, for me, most importantly, it's like, are you stronger? Are you feel like after you leave, like, sometimes you come in, you're like, oh, I didn't even know if it was gonna, if I was gonna call in today. But when you're done, <laughs> you feel good. Like you feel like you've accomplished the world, you feel powerful, you sweat a little bit, and just, you know, your spirits are lifted, and you know that you've, you've, you've stepped one step forward in, in, in days um, like these, where businesses are shut down or feel people are feeling quite stressed and, and it, it's heavy. It's not just the body is heavy, like everything is kind of heavy and it kind of lightens that load to feel stronger. 
Oh, 100%. Definitely agree with you on that. And I remember when I used to train for my marathons and stuff, and I was a stressful work environment and just being able to even go outside and go for a run and then coming back and doing some small strength training. Because I was just like, I would be training literally every day, which I knew was not good for my body. But then I did mm-hmm. take some a rest like a whole week off, for example. But it's just when you're training for that marathon, you're kind of like in that mindset of I got to make sure I get in this training so I could shut off like a couple minutes off my time. But overall, fitness wise, I was feeling so amazing and going to work. Yes, it was extremely stressful. And you're just kind of like, I don't know what to do. I wish I didn't have to work, but you have to. But you're always looking forward to that workout because it really helps you overall mind, body and soul. Definitely agree with that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I didn't realize you did marathons. It's amazing. <laughs> and it is, it is a lot of work. Like it is, there is work involved. I always say back to the basics mm-hmm. and like, we'll keep it simple, but doesn't mean it's keep it easy. <laughs> it is, uh, it can be challenging and it's intended to, to challenge you um, so that you get stronger uh, for everyday things. But I've, I've trained folks who also have been major runners and they've come in and that's the thing. There's a lot of wear and tear. They're feeling it and they want to continue. So, you know, complementing your training with um, strength training with kettlebells is a perfect way mm-hmm. um, to, to bring some longevity to those activities that you love and you want to keep doing. Um, sometimes we, we're, we're focused on only the things that like, like we really enjoy, um, but adding in a couple of new things and new movements um, can bring those things a little bit further and heighten them. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. And with your service of personal training, do you provide nutrition? Is that something that you offer? Yeah, I do. I'm actually a, a precision nutrition level one coach. Mm-hmm. Um, so I offer two things. Um, one is a nutrition basics group coach, group coaching uh, team. So it's basics for women. So 10 women will meet uh, biweekly, and this is all online. Uh, and we go through uh nutrition basics, how to do your portions, you know, what are the habits that help you and encourage you um, to eat healthy and keep strong that you need. So depending on your goals. And then I do one-on-one nutrition coaching. So really working with an individual on what their needs are and their goals, um, and then working on their specific habits. So through the group, it really gives people some perspective from what other women are experiencing. Because again, given these circumstances, we don't really realize how many things are are affecting us and our health. Um, you know, some some women in, in my group have recovered from major illnesses. Um, they have PCOS. There's a lot of different things that we're dealing with when it comes to our health and well-being. Uh, and working together as a group allows us to really see nutrition differently as not just the things you eat, um, but the environment you're in, the body that you're in. Um, and that and your culture as well contributes to your nutrition. So we really spend a lot of time together to 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 bring those things into the nutrition journey to build a different fitness journey so that it's focused on 
you as an individual and how you want to grow um, versus, you know, just a number goal on a scale, it overall can be something more sustainable for your future. Yeah, definitely. And I noticed you mentioned PCOS, which I currently have and am experiencing it. I do have to say I work with a naturopath and diet is so important. Things Mm -hmm. I didn't even know, like that causes bloating, that causes like headaches because of food sensitivities. And I was just like, you know, I did take nutrition in, in school when I went for personal training, but this is like a whole new world that I was just like, wow, so me eating bread is causing me to bloat, which it took a while to kind of like take that in because who doesn't love bread? Yeah. <laughs> and anything that has wheat in it, especially desserts. And I was just completely shocked how some of the things like spices I would eat that would give me such huge headaches and cause sensitivities, which is another sign of these headaches that I was getting and the food Mm -hmm. that I was eating. And, you know, I was a horrible eater during the summer. I'm not going to lie because I felt like as soon as we were able to be free for a moment and get out a bit, I was kind of like, I got to have this. I want to have that. And, you know, I would buy uh, food, fast food uh, for lunch. And, you know, it was just hurting me. And I didn't realize how much it was hurting me until I said, you know what, I need to stop this. I know what I'm supposed to be doing because I took the education and I have the people around me to help me out, but I need to stop. And I felt really sluggish. And of course I wasn't working out because I've got so much happening. I'm trying to fit 20 minutes in hopefully Mm -hmm. the next coming weeks for about three times a week. I'm trying to fit a, a program for myself. And I was just like, I feel sluggish. I'm feeling sluggish. And I felt out of breath when I used to go out and walk for like 15 minutes. And it was just like, this is ridiculous. Like this Mm -hmm. is not the person that I am. And especially with my fitness background, but I know it took a toll when I first found out that I had PCOS and I was training for a full marathon um, in February, I think was 2016. And I was ready to head over to Florida and honestly register for that full marathon. Cause I said, I'm going to be ready for February. Mm-hmm. And once I was told I had to stop running because it was putting too much stress on my body. And, you know, I kind of went through a, a depression phase mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I kind of just dropped everything. And she's just like, you're going to have to find something that's less intense. And I just like, I don't understand why PCOS affects high intensive, um, high intensive training and she listed uh, ballet dancers, dancers in general. She said uh, rowers, uh, she mentioned cyclists, triathletes, marathoners, like she was missing all these sports that I was just like, even swimmers. And I'm like, this is crazy. How did this affect the, the woman's body? And, you know, I was in denial and I said, this cannot happen. And, you know, it was a, it was a long road to kind of get out of that depression because, you know, I was running like between, 20 to 40 kilometers a week down to she's telling me to do five and I'm like five what am I gonna do just run a kilometer every day like that doesn't make sense like you know I'm going through that emotional mental phase of like 
everything, something's being ripped apart from me that I love and enjoy so much. Mm-hmm. And I finished off the rest of the year because it was in the spring that I got diagnosed, which was probably the worst time because that's like the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. And I knew I wasn't performing right because my mindset wasn't there. I barely even practiced. I kind of just went into my five and 10 Ks like, okay, you know what? Let's just get this done get it over with. And, you know, here we are years later trying to figure out my body and how to like, Mm -hmm. where to navigate it. I love boxing and kickboxing, but I can't do it high intensity because again, it creates a high intensive workout for my body, which creates stress to my body. I had to use yoga, which I learned to love. But when you're so used to doing these high intensities, I was just like, what do I do? I I love that high intensity because I feel like I get such a great workout and I can relieve that stress. I can relieve that, you know, if I'm angry that day or if I'm sad, I can just let everything out in my Mm -hmm. workouts. But, you know, PCOS has taken a toll of my life and you sometimes don't know what is this going to get better? Is it not? And, you know, especially people in the States, they don't have enough resources like we do. And, you know, the government's not putting too much funding into it because it's one in four women who have it. Mm -hmm. And it's very, it's very disappointing to see like a lot of people don't have that many resources. And I'm so grateful that here in Canada, we are, we do have, but not suffice, but we still have something and training in general can help women and diet and exercise everything and that really helps and is crazy what these certain foods do to you yeah yeah I mean thank you so much for sharing that I I don't maybe I didn't realize your full story there Mm -hmm. and I think that's something I'm really grateful for in my coaching experience the women that I've met and hearing the stories and and us sharing that like, that's the kind of the important part of the group. It's not a support group, but at the same time, we're supporting each other, realizing mm-hmm. we're all in different journeys. And my experience has been that actually three out of four of the women that I trained ended up revealing to me that they had PCOS or, or something similar and, um, and not realizing they felt very alone. And like you wow. said, also, um, you know, me, I've had some serious injuries. I've had uh, ACL t- uh, rupture, tear, mm. and reconstruction surgery. I had an Achilles rupture, uh, mm. full rupture, had surgery. I was on, in cast for about three months, uh, non-weight bearing. Um, so coming out of like a very high intensity, like a Muay Thai fighter, yeah, yeah like, there's this transitions that happen. And there is quite honestly a grieving process that we have to uh, go through and work through mm-hmm. um, uh, so that we can um, move forward because depression, um, when you have PCOS or other issues, it, it's it's right there, right? It's, it's It follows very quickly. Um, and so uh, a lot of the coaching that I, I really enforce around habits is of course, you you want your medical practitioner giving you guidance on specific su- supplements, mm-hmm. um, but things like your food sensitivities and intolerances, oftentimes we are um, distracted, for example, when we're eating. And just being able to realize and bring some awareness and the habits around your eating schedule and eating a little bit slower, for example, mm-hmm. 
those kind of things allow you to see sometimes you start eating something and you can feel right away that it doesn't make you feel right. Mm-hmm. But if you're, if you're distracted or you're, you know, eating really fast, um, or you're eating as a coping mechanism, like you said, like you go out and it's pandemic and you just want to go get something, mm-hmm. then you don't give yourself enough time to really realize how it's affecting your body. Mm-hmm. And those are the things that along the, along the way, if you learn those practices, you can sustain that forever. So even if something, you know, comes and, um, you know, there's another transition in life or a loss, um, you know, you'll have those practices to use forever to help you balance your nutrition um, for what's right for you. Yeah. You said it, you said it. I, I was just like, wow, I can't believe it. Like you start learning more and more about your body as you get older. And then of course, having kids is something that I truly want and I'm working towards it and using the natural way to, so my body can perceive the, the supplementation so it could work with the natural, natural supplements in order to make this body do what it needs to do Mm -hmm. and you know for those women in your class like oh my gosh like I would open I would open up my heart to them because it's everyone's on a different journey especially with PCOS and everybody gets a different type of uh, I guess feeling to it because it's not it's so weird like you can get many different symptoms and every woman does it like they have different symptoms themselves like I may experience this way but they may not but it's definitely a huge journey and one of the things they always say it's like you've got to exercise and you've got to eat right and yeah we got to move we got to move well and you can't you know it's it's not all about removing from yourself sometimes it's about giving to yourself right Mm -hmm. start with adding into your life the nutrients adding in the time adding in the sunlight those are the things where it's like reframing how we talk to ourselves um this is going to remove that stress all of this these things are stresses to your body um and like working with a coach that has that perspective i think it it's important and us working all together um this week you know we acknowledged um, as a group that October 15th uh, was PALE, so Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness uh, Day, as well as uh, shining a light on breast cancer. So these are a lot of things that affect women um, mm-hmm. in many different ways. And uh, I'm giving 5% uh, to each of those organizations for from our um, group coaching Mm -hmm. on nutrition basics so if someone is interested give me a call um starting off my 2021 group coach group coaching um group it's going to start in november we're kicking off um and you know you have uh kind of your mentors now those people who graduated from my from my first nutrition basics course and all these ladies have all these uh, accumulated experiences that they can share and how we've we've managed to adapt and overcome over this past year working together um and really taking the time to to really relook at our nutrition reset our bodies um, so that if you are looking for uh, goals like fertility, um, whether it is fat loss or getting stronger, getting off certain medications, um, you know, all of those things uh, we keep in mind as we work together. For sure. And it's amazing what you're doing and, you know, creating that awareness that 
kettlebells is for every body, every body and everybody can feel the strength with that kettlebell. And I've had some great experience with it. And I used to, like, I know I mentioned it before I implemented in my clients programs along with some TRX and TRX combo with kettlebell. And, you know, it was phenomenal. They loved it. It was just like, I would literally show up to their house with TRX and kettlebells and they're like, yes, <laughs> this is what we're doing. And, you know, it's, it's amazing. And I love your Instagram page because you show different tips as well, how to use it. And the virtual classes, guys, this is your chance to train with Damali. So this way you can get a feel of what it's like to hold that kettlebell and all over the world, you guys, you can definitely head up one of her virtual classes. Once again, the website is liftoffstrength.ca. The name of the company is Liftoff Strength and Wellness located in Brampton. Damali, thank you so much for your time. This has been so great. Thank you so much. It's just, I, I love talking to women and we always get off into something and it's always to me just heartfelt and just, um, I'm grateful for all the stories that, uh, that we get to share and, um, you know, kettlebells, I'm really passionate about getting more women to strengthen conditioning, um, showing them that, that it is for them, that it can be um, a great tool to have fun and get stronger. And when we partner that up with the great nutrition and body awareness, um, you know, it's a powerful team that helps you uh, to move forward closer to your health and wellness goals. But thank you just so much for having me um, just to be able to share a little bit more about myself with your audience. I think it's fabulous what you're doing. I love the journey and I love uh, hearing just a little bit of everything uh, and not only in one area. I'm in, I'm in strength and conditioning all the time. So it's great to hear some different stuff. Well, thank you so much for your kind words. I really appreciate it. Hopefully one day I can make it either to a virtual or your in-studio. I know I'm from Toronto, but... I have to try and make it out to Brampton and try one of your classes for sure. Definitely. Awesome. You're welcome. (laughs) Anytime. Thank you so much. So to our listeners, definitely check out all her information. It's going to be in the show notes. Like I said, guys, if you guys are outside of the city international, just sign up for a virtual class. You're not going to regret it. You're going to love it and get addicted because kettlebell training is one of my favorites. And thank you guys again for tuning in on another episode of a little bit of everything with me. And that's all we have for now. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jessica with the Beautiful Feet Podcast. Hey, it's your boy Bromar, host of the Bromar Show. Hello, everyone. It's the Coupon Queen Pin from the CQP Moments Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is your boy Ken, aka the gentleman of the Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Hi, this is Stephanie Valente, your local massage therapist. And now you're listening, are to, you're listening to, to a little, little bit of everything, everything with Angelica. That's it for now. And thank you for tuning in on another episode of a little bit of everything with me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Just don't forget to rate, review and subscribe on the podcast platform that you're listening to.